I cannot imagine something less minimal. (laughs) I think I've maybe never heard something that I've ever cared less about. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non crimes. (laughs) Welcome back, Petty Criminals. Yay! Um, We have a few things to celebrate this week. We certainly do. We've hit a million streams. Woo! Uh, I'm getting married this week. <laughs> Boo! No, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and Griff is heading home to the farm. Yeah. Wow. This week is great. Um, yeah. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening, sharing, sticking with us. Uh, we've been working towards this one million for a while, and it's been such a like uh, north star for us. It, one million people have downloaded our show. Or well, one million downloads. <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> we have one million dollars. <laughs> Every single person listens to it once and only once and goes, yeah, nah, no. I'm not listening to that again. <laughs> I just have to remind myself that this metric is really cool. Like, And just to like stop, enjoy it, and um, I don't know, just celebrate with you, our team at Sickbird Productions, and then obviously our listeners who, uh, you know, the number is, comes from. So... Just really proud of everyone. Yeah, and I'm proud of you for your upcoming nuptials. Oh, thank you. And And I can't wait to, what do you say? I'm just, I'm proud of you for going home and visiting your family. Yeah, and I can't wait to see you. Um, I guess with this news, you'll be probably popping up to the farm for maybe a little recording session. Um, Oh, no, no, sorry. I can't go because um, Alex told me once we're married, I'm not allowed to have a podcast anymore. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I forgot that was built into your contract with him. Um, Yeah. That's totally fine. And, you know, on that (laughs) note, if you need any questions answered about your wedding night, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, but you scared me for a second. I thought you were being real. Okay, no, we've got we've got great things on the horizon, everyone. And uh, and I giddy. am going we're to giddy. the farm, and we are recording from the farm, and we're so excited! Yay! I can't wait. Can't wait. All right, <laughs> enough of that. Yeah, enough celebrating. Time for some bullshit. <laughs> some bullshit. Well, we're gonna leave the shit with last week's episode, Oop. and maybe have a what? What would I rate this? This is a proper like one teacup episode. Beautiful. Maybe even like 0.5. Are you ready to listen? I am. And talk. And in honor of your wedding this week, Kira, I have selected a bachelor, not bachelorette, bachelor-themed crime. Ooh. That is uh, told by our protagonist, who we will call Aaron. Aaron. A-A-R-O-N? E-R-I-N. Aaron is a woman at a bachelor Ah. party. Okay, incredible. I hope Aaron is getting dicked down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she talks about that. Um, that's what, that, you're picking up on the energy. That, that's perfect. So <laughs> she's written out. She's written out this experience, and it's a good one. Those involved, Aaron, as we've mentioned, and then someone we're going to call Christopher. Okay. Who is a member of the bachelor party? He is not the bachelor. He's just a member. Gotcha. I'll begin. Hi, Kira. Hi, Griff. Your pod is a fast favorite of mine, and I have to thank you both for the criminal or minimal party game that I have started whipping out when gatherings start to get a little stale. Mm. We should be getting paid for that, to be honest. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I, I, I think it's fun 
around and people say that they play with friends. I'm just like, credit your sauce if you don't mind. Me too. We do it all the time at the restaurant. Like when something comes up, uh, we'll just be like, criminal or minimal. And then answer and walk away. It's it's fun. So we love you. Thanks for, thanks for spreading our joy. Maybe one day there will be a board game of sorts. Who knows? Or a card game. Hell yeah. She continues. It serves to fuel my grassroots campaign to recruit more petty crime stands while also allowing me to gather data on what my friends are fundamentally right and wrong about. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, she writes, (laughs) I thought you might be able to offer judgment on a situation that happened this very summer involving a co-ed bachelor party and a missing bottle of Moet Rosé. Ah, co-ed bachelor party, missing bottle of Moet Rosé. Yeah, and you, your bachelorette party had one guy there, right? Our, yeah. Our, our good friend Sean. Okay. So you, you can kind of understand the co-ed benefits and maybe the co-ed intricacies. Who knows? Totally. Back in mid-July, I was invited by my good friend Sarah to join her and a few other mutual girlfriends at her friend Dan's bachelor party, which was being held out somewhere in the woodlands of Pennsylvania. Wait, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I am, at the time of this publication, a married woman, or I don't, I, I forget. No, I forget no, no, this. you're about to be, you're about to <laughs> That's be. That's right. On Saturday, yeah. I'll be a married And then remember the podcast ends, so speak woman. your truth. Right, okay. And the, in this, our final episode. So wait, so she, this submitter herself, Erin, is not friends with Dan, she's friends with Sarah? Correct. So then why is she going on this bachelor party? She shouldn't be there. Kira, that is an excellent point. And actually, our protagonist has anticipated these questions. So if you wouldn't mind doing a little role play with me, I just texted you questions that she's often asked by friends regarding the situation. So if you wouldn't mind when I give you the cue, read each question. Does that sound good? Yes. So Aaron's friends are asking this. Correct. Go. Do you... No, Dan? I met him once a year ago at Sarah's birthday party, but he definitely doesn't remember my name. Okay, well then why are random women invited to a bachelor party? Is it like a combined bachelorette-bachelor thing? Like an open free-for-all? Nope. Uh, The bride-to-be and any of her girlfriends were not invited. It seems that Dan's best man had some kind of vision. He wanted girls of any kind, except fiancés or girlfriends, To add to the, quote, ambiance of the party, I chose not to dig deeper. Were you afraid you might get murdered going to a strange party in the middle of the woods of Pennsylvania? Of course. Then why (laughs) did you go, Aaron? Good question, friend of mine. And three reasons, and then we'll continue. One, Sarah pleaded, and I'm a sucker for friendship asks. Two, I loved the group of our girlfriends that agreed to go. We're all in our early 30s. We know ourselves. We don't give any fucks. And we can make any place we are together a blast. And then my last answer, this is not my type of party scene, nor would any of my regular close friends throw anything like this. And a longstanding mantra I have for myself is I'll try anything once. Okay. So, Kira, does that answer the questions you were kind of hinting at? Yeah, I have one last question. Okay, what is that? How many of the guys on this bachelor party are single? Oh, I don't know. That was not provided. Um, I do know how many there are. There are 12, which he continues in saying. 12? Jeez Louise. Okay, so at least some of them are probably single. Oh, yeah. Well, 
Well, let's assume at least half. Okay. Well, I don't like this at all. <laughs> let's get let's says, get that straight. <laughs> perfect. So, <laughs> so we'll continue. Or she continues. So there we were. Me, Sarah, four more of our gal pals, and the groom t- or the groom to be, twelve bros. And a group of local erotic dancers hired by the best man all packed into a party bus on our way to a boat party on a small Pennsylvanian lake. <laughs> now, <laughs> Kira's eyes are wide open. Trouble. Trouble. I smell trouble with a capital T and a lowercase <laughs> R. <and> a... <laughs> it's giving Taylor Swift. Now, me it's and my music, friend. Man. Oh, got it. Sorry, I missed that one. <laughs> Now, me and my friends, we're having a great time. Sarah is DJing. We're putting beautiful party gems on each other and on the dancers. And the group of men are entertaining themselves, pouring shots of tequila into each other's mouths and staring at the girls, waiting for the liquid courage to set in so that they can talk to them. Okay. Um, I like the exotic dancers and the girls. I'm all set on the men. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Men are so weird. Um, I yeah, Sarah's or she's painting a really good picture of her girlfriends. They seem like a unit. They remind me of some of my girlfriends and like that group. They're just strong, confident, smart women, and they love to have fun. Yeah, Anywho. I'm thinking of like Emma. Yes, exactly. Or my friend Maggie and her group. Mm, yeah, totally. Emma doesn't like to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Emma. She continues. I'm wearing sunglasses at night. Grooving to another great track Sarah has put on. Is it, wait, it's nighttime? It's, or maybe it's nighttime in the bus. Okay. I don't know. You're right. I don't know. She says, I'm wearing sunglasses at night. <laughs> uh, okay. I think that's probably song lyric, not literal, and because they're headed to a lake. We'll assume it's daytime. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. We'll assume it's daytime going on the lake in the, at night. Let us know what that means. I'm feeling a little like a visitor to a strange land, observing male customs I can't hope to understand, when mm. all of a sudden, my vibe is interrupted by one of the bros, Christopher. Now, unlike most of the rest of the party, who were, yes, a little awkward but largely harmless, Christopher had stood out early as an obnoxious, stereotypical bro who demanded attention and gave off kind of a skeevy vibe without trying. I met him briefly before climbing onto the bus when he gave me a leering over once, which I ignored. On the bus, he was constantly shouting and complaining about songs, which Sarah ignored. And he was consistently trying to encourage all the girls to sit on laps and dance. So, like, normal bachelor bullshit. To put it simply, he sucked. So, as I saw Christopher coming up to me, I sighed internally in annoyance but lowered my shades as he crouched down to get my attention. He tried flirting with me, but I politely and firmly brushed off his attempts. I've had my fair share of dealing with unwanted come-ons. I didn't get angry or indignant. Honestly, any energy not going towards feeling myself or having fun with the people around me is simply not worth it for any male ding-dong. I didn't think about him for the rest of the ride. Thoughts so far? This doesn't go anywhere malicious, by the way, too. It's, it's, he's, just, he's just trying to flirt. These guys are just... I, this, is, this is chaos. This is a yep. mess. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't like any of this. This is all bad. It's, just, it's, <laughs> it's very much giving bachelor, bachelorette party bus vibes where it's totally. like you have a group of close girlfriends who are randomly invited just to like fill space which is annoying yeah you've got 12 bros and then you have exotic dancers it's and it's also it it reeks of like the desperation of a last hurrah dude literally i know it, it really does um 
Yeah, it's giving like straight male bachelor party. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've got to get my rocks off while I can. Like, oh my god, just having like girls there just because yep. it's like bad. It's they're be. It, they're being bad, like by inviting and like just hang out with each other. You don't even know that these women like why are they? It's totally it's it's cliche in a way that is just so boring. But I, I get why the girls went though. They were like, let's find out what the fuck this is gonna be. Oh, for sure. And it's like you know, boat ride, free booze of sorts. Like and like she said, reason number three. Uh, I like to try new things. I don't. I don't. I don't shy away from new experiences. Totally. We're getting into the crime. Fast forward to the boat. Something I should mention here is that both the party bus and the party boat were BYOB. Hmm. We had a couple of massive coolers that the whole group had contributed various drinks to, and they were treated as a communal grab-whatever-you-want coolers for the night. Makes sense. Makes total sense. So we're on the boat, and I'm getting thirsty. So I go to one of the coolers, and I grab a bottle of rosé, of which there are many. I bring it back to the group I'm sitting with, pop it open, and continue to hang. A few minutes later, I start to overhear a little commotion over by the coolers. I see a couple of dudes hovering over Christopher as he digs through the drinks, clearly looking for something. Okay. I'm vaguely interested and just within hearing range, so I keep watching as he digs deeper and deeper, (laughs) nearly removing every bottle to sift through the ice, eventually coming up both empty-handed and red-faced. Another bro passes by and asks Christopher what he's looking for, to which he blusters, Ugh, I put a $200 bottle of Moet Rosé in the cooler to pop for the groom in front of everyone, and it's fucking missing. I glance down at the bottle I'm keeping steady between my feet. (laughs) (laughs) I love that giggle, Kira. (laughs) I discreetly turn my back to the cooler chaos, bend down to take a peek, and yup, there it is. <laughs> Moet and Chandon Nectar Imperial Rosé. <laughs> <laughs> the bottle I had grabbed without looking at the label, having seen pink and bubbles and not much else, because champagne labels mean nothing to me, is the bottle that Mr. Christopher is looking for. Aww. Oopsie daisies. <laughs> I did also just... To do my research, I Googled this type of bottle and I visited a few websites and none of these bottles, even the big ones, retail for $200. Oh, so he's just an absolute weenie. Yeah, perfect. All right, let's put a, let's put a pin in that. <laughs> Christopher is very agitated and has started walking around the boat looking under bags and in corners for the bottle. He's telling everyone he encounters the situation is being met with half-hearted, it's here somewhere, bro, we'll find it. And... Just relax and party, bro. It'll turn up. Even the groom waves him away and says, it's not a big deal, and continues to do his own thing. Mm -hmm. Literally, no one is pressed except Christopher, who's getting closer and closer to our group in his sweep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think about admitting my mistake and apologizing, freeing Christopher from his futile search and angry uncertainty. I think about his behavior on the bus and his general personality. I watch him... (laughs) I think about his personality. (laughs) (laughs) She she came for him in this email. I watch him getting madder and louder, interrupting conversations left and right, stomping around in his khaki board shorts. Then, Kira, I make a decision. I put my shades back on, slip the bottle into a nearby empty tote bag, and slide the bag behind me. 
When Christopher comes by, demanding to know if anyone's seen a bottle of, quote, very expensive rosé, I answer in the negative, leaning back with a sympathetic smile. He huffs off. For the rest of the boat party, Christopher is visibly disgruntled. He brings it up a few more times, only to be reassured that it was probably left back on the bus or back at the cabin where we'd rented. But he's not entirely mollified. Meanwhile, I had successfully, through the course of the night, (laughs) hydrated myself and my friends with the rest of the bottle without drawing notice (laughs) or revealing the label to anyone. (laughs) As we left the boat to head back, I make sure I was one of the last off and I drop the empty bottle in the boat's recycling bin. Later, we're rounding home here. Later, back at the cabin, I watched as Christopher dug through the fridge while the rest of the party raged on. I offered him a shot, which he took without even looking at me, on his knees, surrounded by bottles of cupcake Prosecco. (laughs) I left him for the dance room without looking back. I do sometimes wonder if he's still searching to this very day. (laughs) 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 I'm joking. I have a feeling I'm guilty with a capital G. That's a Music Man reference, by the way. Mm. Uh, but, but could Christopher be the real guilty one for being a man-child, show-off, and general drag? Did he get some sweet kind of karma, or do I owe a bro $200? I look forward to your judgment. XOXO, Aaron. <laughs> I'm, I am obsessed. Obsessed. Do we want to go into the verdicts and uh, and expand on these on this little story? Yes, please. I am ready. Ready for the verdicts, and here they are. First, is Dan the groom and his best man guilty for throwing together a co-ed bachelor party with everything we know? I don't think the groom is guilty. I think the best man is a little weird. <laughs> But if a bunch of the groomsmen are single, mm-hmm. e- actually, even just a few of them are single, I'm going to say not guilty. Okay. Because uh, let's get wild. Why not? Okay. I-, I hope everybody has a blast. If they are kind of all wifed up, mm. I think it is guilty. And they're kind of using the like loose shroud of it being a bachelor party as an excuse to kind of be a little inappropriate. Inappropriate, yeah. You know what it's reminding me of too? You know how at certain nightclubs and I don't know if you've experienced yes. this but because I'm a yes, exactly. Because I'm a guy, some nightclubs won't let me in without women flanking me. Like if I don't bring like five girlfriends as a one to five ratio or whatever. It's I can't totally get in. giving ratio. Yes. Yep. And so I hear that. I mean, like uh, when I, if I ever, <laughs> if I ever get married and throw a bachelor party, I fully intend for it to be co-ed. I don't think I'm, and maybe I'll like, yeah, my friend Kira's single and Jack's single. So maybe I'll invite both of them and I think they'd get along. So maybe something will come of it. But I think I hear your points. I totally agree. It is pretty low stakes. Um, we don't know the relationship status of his, of his grooms or his bachelors. But it's also like I just roll my eyes at the fact that it's like don't just fill space with like cute women like yeah right I, I, it, it's it, I'm reassured and rest assured that based on our protagonist description of her and her friend group they knew exactly what they were doing going into that space mm-hmm. you know it's like nah like we're gonna take advantage of this situation thank you so much Christopher yeah exactly we're yeah 
and, and it sounds like they kept their wits about them and they had a good time. They, they sure did. And they were filled with rosé. Second verdict. Is Christopher guilty for any of his actions? Bottle price inflation, talking about the price out loud, um, hitting on Aaron, etc. Anything guilty with Christopher's behavior? Uh, yes. Um, all. <laughs> all, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Next one. Also, wait, sorry. One quick (laughs) note here. It's giving like rich guy vibes Mm -hmm. where it's like always guys with money that talk about prices. Yeah. It's so gauche. Like it's if you, you know what I mean? Like I'm looking for my $200 bottle of alcohol. Where is it? And it's like realistically you've spent probably maybe like 600 800 mm-hmm. bucks on this day like actually i would i would venture you've spent a grand yeah, plus on this sure. day party bus exotic dancers boat rental yep. airbnb alcohol food travel mm, to the woods tra- of pennsylvania yeah exactly and you're nickeling and diming and ruining your own good time it's just so reductive in a way that it's like that's that's total that's a good point and we've talked about that in a few in like an episode before as well like sometimes I think people, and it's funny that he, you know, he's, he's giving rich guy vibes and kind of like <laughs> the mantra of the rich is like, don't ever talk about money. Um, mm. It's very like new money to do or whatever. Not that I would know. Um, but it's like, if all you can bring to this, what's supposed to be kind of a lovely weekend with your guy friends is in the form of money. Right. Cause he's like so caught up on it. He's like, where is it? It's lost. I needed to open this in front of the groom to show him I spent $200, which might not even be 200 by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, honey, if the only thing you can bring is like money, then I have to roll my eyes at that. You yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't seem like he's bringing much good energy or like thoughtfulness. I guess it's nice that he brought the bottle. I don't want to discount him for that, but like he clearly wanted to show it off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and we only have like one woman's perspective. Maybe this guy is so lovely and and we don't know, but whatever. We only have her perspective. Yeah. I bet he's an awful lay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A few more. We'll breeze through this. Is I try guilt- to give the benefit of the doubt and Griff's like, no, I would prefer to double down at this time. <laughs> yeah. No, especially when it comes to like someone like Christopher. I'm very good in situations like this because straight bros with the, I had an experience like this at the bar that I was at this past weekend. They mm. come so charged, especially with alcohol in a bar setting and a bachelor setting. And so, you know, I have the privilege in this context of being a man and being uh, the playing field, maybe in certain ways, being a little bit more even to be like, oh, excuse me, don't speak to them like that. Or like, what the fuck did you just say? Calm mm-hmm. down. Um, Cause it can get a little awkward and uh, just risky when it's not the same kind of interaction. Um, so I enjoy, I enjoy kind of bringing Christopher's down to earth. Get them. Yeah. And I will say it again. They're not good lays. <laughs> <laughs> is Aaron guilty for taking a bottle from the cooler without much consideration? This no. is an easy one. Nope. Communal. If he cared too much, put it in a different cooler. Is Aaron guilty for not admitting to Christopher that she took his bottle after she realized that she had? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this one either. 
don't know. I'm, uh, yeah, no, he was being annoying. So, so he has to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, okay. This, the last question though, cause this is kind of a twofer. Is Aaron guilty for drinking the bottle even after she realized she had taken it instead of maybe sneaking it back? Opened, I guess. No, I mean, I don't, to be, to be honest, I don't really care that much either way. Like, tell him, <laughs> yeah. tell him you have the bottle. Don't tell him you have the bottle. Drink it. Don't drink it. It's, it's all like, I don't know. You're all just getting blackout on a boat. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. I kind of don't care either way. Yeah. There are certain risks you have to absorb in going into environments like this. And someone taking some of your liquor is one of them. So yeah. like, I don't, I, actually, I just talked myself into it. I don't find her guilty. And for that matter, I don't know if Aaron had researched the actual price of the bottle, but I just don't think it was a $200 bottle. That I don't know to me is the funniest part. Being yeah. like, where's my $200 bottle of booze? And it's actually like 40 bucks. That's it's hilarious to me. It's $46.99 or some <laughs> shit. Like, and that was like the seven, 750 milliliter, like the big bottle. So I don't know where he's getting to. I don't know if it like passed through like a lucky rainbow or something, but... I think, I don't know if she knew the price point. I don't think she did, given that she says she's not very champagne literate, but it makes me feel less sad that she drank it. It was just a a $50 bottle of wine. Totally. All right. Well, that is the end of our little boat trip. That was fun. Yes. Thanks for listening. Time for a little bit of criminal or minimal. Yoo-hoo! Um, okay, this is a personal one that I need your input on, Griff. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, so when the band announces me and Alex at our wedding, I think it is funny to have them say like, and now introducing for the very first time, Mr. and Mrs. Kira O'Sullivan. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay. Do you think that is... I guess in this instance, criminal, minimal, or just slightly confusing. Well, it's not slightly confusing because it is, you know, we've been to plenty of weddings where the opposite is read, where it's like Mr. and Mrs. Alex Caggy or whatever. How have they said, right? Like even mm-hmm. like the addressing of letters, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I think it's funny. I would laugh because it's like, man, fuck gender norms. Um what does Alex think? Have you have you piloted it with Alex yet? Um, yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> what what are his thoughts? Well, this came up because we had a call with the band last night and they were like, he's been doing all of the calls with the bands and like dealing yeah. with all of it. Yeah. And this was the first time I had actually like met the band director. And he was like, okay, and then I'll have you guys brought out as like, and welcome Alex and Kira. And I went, oh, you can say um, Mr. and Mrs. Alex Kagey. That's cool. And and the band was like, oh, okay. And Alex was like, oh, sorry, I, I told him not to say that. I told them him just to say Alex and Kira. <laughs> and during Which I was like, oh, well, that's really sweet of you. That is sweet. But, but I was like, I kind of like the pomp and circumstance of the like the first name, last name. So now we're trying to figure out some version of like, welcome to the dance floor, Mr. Kira O'Sullivan and Mrs. Alex Kagey. That's <laughs> funny. I like that. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I like that. Because it's right. still like giving you guys respective shines with your names, but and but you're still also flipping, 
you know, the the kind of the bullshit, you know? Okay, 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 cool. I like that. Or even just like total random names would be really funny too. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. No, I, I like that last option. Um, obviously, okay. it's not my decision to make, but you asked. <laughs> I did. Thank you. All right, criminal or minimal. Kira, actually, I spent last night reorganizing my dating app profiles. Mm. And so it spurred a, uh, a criminal or minimal for me. Criminal or minimal, having a friend in one of your dating app profile photos without them knowing it. Minimal. What if it's on Grinder? Oh, still minimal. Okay. <laughs> no, oh it was God. not on Grinder. I'm trying to move away from that app. It was for Hinge. Gotcha. But no, obviously minimal. Because you and I have some cute photos, but I was like, I want people to swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do a few more. Criminal or minimal? Bringing non-alcoholic beer to a party, then only drinking beer with alcohol and then leaving all the non-alcoholic beer behind. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs> There's obviously a price point difference, right? Because NA beer is cheaper. So it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to take the more expensive and bring something cheaper. But for me, as someone who doesn't drink too, too much, I'd be like, oh, thanks for bringing an option that like helps me blend in. That's not going to get me fucked up. So like, oh, you drink here, have some of the alcoholic beer that I brought that I'm not going to drink. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I say minimal. I can see why people would get annoyed if maybe you're doing it all the time. But like, I think subjectively from my point of view, minimal. Mm, yeah. I think it's kind of considerate to like bring something for people that might not want to drink alcohol. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too romantic about it. Okay. Criminal or minimal submitted by grandma Leah <laughs> asking someone if their accent is fake. Oh, <laughs> criminal. <laughs> Careful with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay. I want to be a fly on the wall when that is asked though. Mm. I know. Uh, it's who's the real housewife of Beverly Hills? Whatever. Who cares? Anyway. <clears throat> Criminal or minimal? Being a pregnant person that holds their belly in every single photo taken. <laughs> that is such tea. That is, that is the pose for nine months. Minimal. It's like, totally. so, and I say it for two reasons. A, <laughs> two reasons. A, B. One, it's, you're, you're with child. Like, celebrate that. And, A, you know, it's kind of a temporary time period. So like, who gives a shit if like nine months of photos have you imposed like that? Like it's Hell yeah. amazing and beautiful. And then two, general, the general public aren't very good at posing for photos, even without like a, a big belly. So like, I would say just do what you got to do to feel comfortable. And it mm -hmm. would almost look weirder if your arms were like straight by your side with like a bulging belly. I think. <laughs> so I think it's, you're, I think you're doing the best possible pose with what, like the the canvas you're being you have, great. Um, criminal or minimal, calling all juice boxes juice boxes, even if they are in a pouch. <laughs> uh, minimal. Oh, okay. I cannot imagine something less minimal. <laughs> okay. I think I've maybe never heard something that I've ever cared less about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you imagine if some if you? Oh, that'd be funny to write in somewhere. You're holding like a Capri Sun, and it's like oh, I'm going to get another juice box. It's not a juice box. <laughs> it's like so random. Criminal or minimal? Putting your partner's Instagram handle in your bio with ring emoji oh. at Start Guinness. I'm sure the, I mean, I follow plenty of straight people on Instagram. 
I do. <laughs> Queer guys love to do this, but I will say it's helpful because I know more queer couples that are open than I do straight couples that are open. And so when you're interacting, even from Grindr, when your Instagram's linked, it's just helpful to know that, yes, you're open, but you do have a partner. So I'm going to say criminal because I'm still bitter because <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't put that. I, I, and I do, I do objectively do a little bit of an eye roll every time I see it, but I get why it's there. It's cheesy. It's cheesy, for sure. It's cheesy. The, the way that I described it, it's helpful and effective, but it's cheesy, for sure. Oh, wait, one more to close things off. Yay. This one's good. Submitted by Samantha Steinmetz. Forever referring to your dog as your rescue dog instead of just your dog. <laughs> and keep in mind, you're talking to an adopted kid. I know. I'm talking to a rescue dog right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> criminal. I agree. I agree. And I think you pointing out the fact that you're adopted, I can't imagine if all the time your parents were like, oh, yes, I just have to go pick my adopted son up from soccer practice. For sure. Like, oh, let's not qualify that one too much. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my parents are both white, so we didn't need to say anything. People assumed anyway. <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, my parents would absolutely have, they, and they do correct, like, uh, even with birth mom versus mom, like my mom is my mom. And so when people are like, have you met your real mom? I'm always like, well, my real mom is the one who raised me. I've, I have met my birth mom. So yeah, you can get into a little bit of trouble when you're, I guess oh, we're fully God. talking about humans now. I know, right? These are questions real I always- Real mom? Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. I hear that probably once a month. <gasps> well, because people get to know me and then I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm adopted. That comes up. Uh, and it's just the verbiage of it. They don't, they're not familiar with it. Yeah, so but that's I, pretty, that's pretty loaded. That's wild. Yes, but it's, it's all innocent. It's just, they don't have, you know, one day when I have a bigger platform, maybe on like Jimmy Fallon, one day I'll be like, <laughs> I'll put it all to rest. That's how I feel. I know some adopted kids probably feel differently, but okay. Mm. It's calling your rescue dog for their entire life, a rescue dog criminal, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And if anything, it's like, we get it. You rescued it. And also, like, you shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're flexing on your, like, good deed, which is a good deed, but, like. Hey, you're fine. Yeah, you're, you're fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I can't wait to see you at your wedding. Good luck with everything. And um, I'm so happy for you. Love you, Griff. Enjoy the farm. Love you. See you there. Does anyone notice that it's getting really effing strange out there? Like, maybe the Matrix is glitching? For example, the U.S. Defense Department has confirmed exotic technology exists in our skies that defies the laws of physics, and they have no idea what it is. This isn't ancient aliens. They said this on C-SPAN. And if that's not concerning enough, AI is finally upon us. But will it save us or destroy us? Welcome to Really. Join your hosts, screenwriter, novelist, Tom Wheeler. And Kids in the Hall comedy legend Dave Foley in our humble effort to find base reality and help you understand just what in the sweet F is going on by having conversations with the most compelling, incredible journalists, researchers, scientists, and government officials on the front lines of this weird new world. So join us, Tom and Dave, the non-experts, as we try to find real experts to solve this puzzle. 
or at least get closer to knowing how very little we know. Hey, I'm Talia Lickstein. And I'm Jake Cornell. And we're the hosts of a new podcast in the Sick Bird family. Basic Training. Navigating social situations is hard. Not for us, but apparently for everyone else. So we're here to help. Every week, people will call in and tell us about their fights, awkward situations, dating disasters, and ask what we would do to help solve their problems. The best part is we don't always agree. Check out Basic Training wherever you get your podcasts.